0: In this episode, we talk about why you are capable of being who you want to be. Get excited, because this is Tiny Leaps. Big changes. Big changes. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple research-backed strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and first of all, we've got to address the elephant in the room here. My voice is all kinds of messed up this morning. I'm getting over a little bit of a a cold or allergies or or something, so you're going to have to forgive me. I'm a little bit maybe a little bit more nasal than usual, maybe a little deeper than usual. Just bear with me. The content of this episode is still worth it, I promise. But yeah, I just wanted to address that very quickly. Uh, But today's episode is about something really important to me lately and something uh, going on in, in my personal life, some of the issues that I'm personally dealing with. For many of you who have been listening to the show for a little while now, you know that I lost my father about four years ago. Uh, he had uh, lung cancer and it was fighting and, and going through that whole thing, something that I'm sure many of you listening are aware of, something that, that you might have gone through yourself or had a loved one gone through or are or, or at least aware of what that process is like. So he was going through that fight. And unfortunately, October 10th, 2017, he lost that fight. And so this time of year, every year, for the last four years has been both a time of, of sadness and, and, you know, feeling the feelings. I, I miss him. I, I uh, feeling like I didn't get to spend enough time with him, all of the regrets, so on and so forth. Right. So you have all of that stuff, but it's also been a time of reflection, to a certain extent, a time of remembering our relationship, remembering the conversations that we had, the ones that were impactful in the moment and the ones that maybe didn't mean much to me until after his passing. This time of year is, is, is that time of year for me. This time of year allows me the space I need to think through who I am today as a result of who he was and how he lived his life. And quite honestly, make sure that that is the person I want to be. And in that process of reflection, one thing that often comes up for me this time of year is something that I know you've struggled with as well. Imposter syndrome, self-doubt, and lack of self-confidence. Like this idea that really... I'm not that smart. I'm not that interesting. I'm not that funny. I'm not that capable. I'm just sort of fooling everybody. Like I'm, I'm a, a liar and a failure in disguise. And as soon as everyone figures it out, the entire thing is going to come crumbling down. And I know that you felt this as well. Maybe you feel it this time of year. Maybe you have other things that trigger it for you. But we all experience this feeling. This idea that we're just ultimately not good enough. It makes me really sad to feel this way, just as I'm sure it does for you as well. But when I really sit and think about why, why does this time of year trigger those feelings for me? It goes back to a conversation I had with him uh, maybe two years before he passed away. I remember him sitting me down in the kitchen and looking at me and telling me that I was holding myself back. Now, I don't have a direct quote. I can't remember the exact words that he said. But the general idea was this. He felt what I was capable of. He knew who I could be. But he also saw how my actions weren't necessarily lining up with the things that I wanted. He also saw how I was purposefully, whether consciously or not, holding myself back from becoming that person and he felt it was his job as my father to sit me down and point that out to me now when we get back i want to talk through that a little bit so stay tuned i want to give a huge shout out to this episode sponsor green chef now if you haven't heard green chef is the number one meal kit for eating well They've got a meal plan for every healthy lifestyle, including keto, paleo, plant-powered diets, or even if you just want to have delicious but balanced meals. It's kind of a secret weapon if you really think about it. With Green Chef, not only do you get great meals, you also get to avoid the long lines at the grocery store and get fresh premium ingredients delivered right to your door. And since Green Chef's ingredients are pre-portioned, you'll actually be reducing food waste by at least 25%. Now, Rachel and I, we love sitting down together, looking at the meal options for the upcoming week, selecting the meals we want for that week. And then when the delivery finally comes, we have a ton of fun cooking them together. One of our favorite dishes has got to be the Japanese vegetable fritters. They're super easy to make. They come with broccoli, edamame, rice fritters, and a ginger sriracha aioli sauce. It's stupid good and so, so fast to make. So why not join us and give Green Chef a try? Go to greenchef.com slash tinyleaps125 and use the code tinyleaps125 to get $125 off including free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash tinyleaps125. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well, so why not give it a try? Head to greenchef.com slash tinyleaps125 and get $125 off, including free shipping. So going back to that conversation with my dad, he sat me down, he looked me in the eyes, and he told me that I was holding myself back. And specifically, he pointed to my lack of focus because I, at that point in my life, and still to this day, I was the type of person who had an idea and moved on it quickly. That's always been a part of who I was. I can get things going very fast. There's very little hesitation there, but I lose interest very, very quickly. I jump to the next thing very quickly. And it's almost a double-edged sword because I know I can start things so quickly There's never any time that I give myself to stop and consider, well, should I be starting this or not? I I never have to ask that question. I just do the thing. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. So there's a lot of benefits in that. It's in many ways my superpower, but there's also a lot of drawbacks there. So he sat me down and he pointed this out to me. And I think about that conversation, honestly, I would say multiple times a year, but definitely around this time of year, around the anniversary of his death. I worry on a day-to-day basis that I'm just not doing enough, that I'm just not good enough, that if someone else out there had the same set of opportunities that I have, that they would be much further along right now. I have all of this self-doubt and all of this fear around whether or not I'm actually capable of being the person I want to be of achieving the things that I want to achieve. I stress that I'm never going to be able to bridge that gap. And so I push myself harder and I push myself further and I try to be more and do more. And I require perfection around all of these different areas of my life that it's quite honestly impossible to be perfect in. And all of this leads to a constant feeling of frustration, a constant feeling of never living up to my own ideals, to the ideas I have in my head of who I should be, never actually reaching that in any aspect of my life because I'm holding myself to such a high standard in all of these aspects that I'm just never going to be able to reach them. Definitely not all at once, but not even really one at a time either. And let me make something clear. My reaction to his words was not his intention. In his mind, he was being a good father. He was pointing out what he thought I needed to know in order to be the person he thought I could be. He saw who I could be. He saw that I was capable of it. And he also, being a third party, being the person who raised me or one of the people who raised me, was able to see the potential roadblocks that I was going to run into. And so he sat me down to point it out for me. My reaction, the reason that four years later, I still use it as an excuse to freak out. I still use it as a cudgel to lean on when I feel insecure and when I'm not able to to get things done the way that I want to. That's on me. That's because I know that there was truth in it. Because it was an insecurity of mine back then. And because it was an insecurity, it became something that him pointing out allowed me permission to harp on it. It allowed me permission to excuse anything that I did or didn't do based around this idea. Well, this must be true because, see, he's pointing out too. And that's just not okay by me anymore. Because it's been four years since he passed. And I love that man more than almost anybody. But I know what his intentions were. And I know what his words actually did to me. And so it's on me at this point. Partially because he's dead and can't do anything about it. But also partially because it was on me to begin with. It's on me to decide what do those words mean? Am I going to take them, recognize this was a weakness, this is a weakness, this is something I need to plan for and work around and become that version of myself that he knew I could be? Or am I going to sit and cower because I'm so scared that maybe he's right, maybe I'm not good enough? I think you know which choice I'm making. I think you know which way that I'm going to go. And I have to say this, whether or not his approach was the right way, I'll never truly know. I like to think that when I eventually raise kids, there's a lot of things he did that I won't do. There's a lot of things he didn't do that I will do. But I can tell you one thing. I was fortunate to have him to share that with me. I was fortunate to have him point that out for me. I was fortunate enough to have him love me enough to see what I could be, believe that that was possible and try to help. And I know that you might need that yourself right now. So allow me to take that position just for one second and remind you of something you already know. You are capable. You are amazing. You are beautiful. You are wonderful. You are so much more than you've ever been to this day. You are so much more than you think you can be. You can be the person that you have always dreamed of. That doesn't mean, I want to make this clear, that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to achieve all the things that you want. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get all of the things that you want. There's a huge difference between being the type of person who's capable of and actually doing something. The actually doing something part relies far more on luck than I think most people are willing to admit. It relies far more on timing, far more on opportunity, far more on so many external factors that you just can't control. But you can work every day to become the type of person who, if the opportunity occurs, is capable of owning it. That doesn't mean it will, but at least you'll be prepared. And just to highlight that point even further... I want to share something with you that I know I've shared before, but maybe you just need to hear it again. One of my biggest goals for the majority of my life thus far was to make a lot of money and retire my parents. And I played this out in my head over and over and over again. When I published my book, I had this dream of getting my family in the car, driving to Barnes and Noble, and pointing to my book on the shelf none of those things happened because my dad passed away. That's an external factor that I just can't control. But that doesn't mean that I wasn't working to be the person capable of doing that. No, I didn't get to pile my family into the car and share that moment with them. But I did have a book. I did work to become that person who was capable of achieving that dream. So you're not always going to be able to achieve it. But you can become the person. I want to leave you with that today. Thank you so much for tuning in. I want to encourage you, if you haven't already, to check out today's sponsor, Green Chef. As you know, our sponsors are the reason we can keep doing this show. So show them some love if you're looking for a phenomenal meal kit. I really do stand them. I've reordered multiple times. We're actually looking at ordering it again. It's a great way to find new interesting meals. It's a great way to spend time together with your loved ones. And it's a great way to eat well without really having to sit and think through, well, oh, what am I going to eat? So I think it's worth it. Check them out. Head over to greenchef.com slash tinyleaps125 to get $125 off. Thank you again for being here. I've been Greg Clunis, And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take.